0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Trending Thursday's Tips. I'm V.R. Small. I'm the CEO and founder of the Veteran Women's Enterprise Center. It's a national initiative that we've launched to help women veteran entrepreneurs scale for success. If you'd like to know more about our organization, visit our website at veteranwomensec.org. That's veteranwomensec.org. Now, as you know, since COVID-19 occurred, we have been running our virtual sessions and we'd like for you to mark your calendar now for our Monday morning message, which is our COVID-19 weekly political update. This Monday, we are are so excited to welcome SMU's Inclusive Economy co-founders. We'll be talking about inclusive economies, the impact of COVID-19, and our local and global strategies to move forward. Also, next Thursday is something that everyone should be looking at. The SBA has made their final rule on women-owned small businesses certification, and you need to know what to do to get to the table. The rule takes effect July 15, and if you have not made the appropriate changes to your certification, you will not be able to do business with the federal government. So mark your calendar now for Thursday, July 2nd. Now we wanna bring you to our guest for tonight. And as I said on Facebook earlier today, all of us, we are really juggling multiple projects and really kind of spitting around trying to get everything done with COVID-19 at our heels. And this is something whether you own a business or you're an individual, project management tools have a great value for you. And tonight we're gonna to talk about how you can identify those skills and utilize those skills to navigate your tails your tasks and be more effective at what you're doing and actually achieve the outcomes that you're looking for. We'd like to welcome one of our newest partners, DeBry Works with Debrai University. And I'm going to turn the session over to Deja, who will introduce herself in the beginning of our workshop.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, my name is you're Deja Hankel. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate the time. Um, so thank you again, everyone. My name is Daisha Hankel. I'm with DeVry Works of DeVry University. I'm definitely excited to be speaking with you all today. This is an exciting topic. Um, as VR mentioned, we have a lot of great information that we're hoping that you're going to gain from this. So give me a moment. Let me go ahead and share my presentation with you all. And then we're going we're gonna to dive right on in. All right, can Veronica, you can confirm that you can see my, my, my slides here. Perfectly. All right. Fantastic. Um, Okay. So here's a couple of things that you got to know about my presentation style is that I like to make these sessions interactive. I think that's how you get the most out of them. So I would greatly appreciate if you would uh, throughout the session, come over into the chat area for those that are joining us in the uh, Zoom platform. um, And please type in the chat get involved. Let us know some of your own best practices, your perspectives, your own experiences as it comes to how you have been w- working with and navigating on projects. Uh, I will also be asking you for questions. So uh, what I will tell you is if you have questions, go ahead and drop them into the chat area. I'll do my best to keep an eye on it as we're moving forward in the presentation. Um, know if we don't get to you immediately, uh, we will certainly wait for a break in the presentation to either answer your question or we will, again, hang tight until... At the end, we'll get to any and all question that we do not answer at that particular moment. Um, I think we're recording the session today, so that's also a great sign. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump on in. Where I'd usually like to start our conversation is really around this, uh, this study that I was doing some research on recently. And so this study showed that after an interviewing and serving thousands and thousands of workers that over 95% of them said that project management was either I mean, completely a part of the role that they were doing. I mean, what was interesting is less than 50% project manager or project management was not a part of their job title or description. And so when I think about what that means for most of us is that, well, we are all project managers in some way. And so I'm hoping that what you're going to recognize in our session today is that you have to successfully navigate projects from start to finish. And what's really important is that you continue to find just a couple of key takeaways in our session that you can implement immediately in order to increase your own efficiency and effectiveness as you're managing projects, again, in your personal or professional life. Let's go ahead and do just a quick overview of our agenda. We're gonna talk about several areas around project management. We're gonna first start off by talking about the value of project management and having a process to actually complete your work. Um, We are going to then talk through the importance of communication throughout the entire project life cycle. Uh, We're then gonna dive into our five-step planning and execution process. We'll participate in an exercise in order to illustrate just how projects can be completed in the most timely way possible. And then at the very end, we'll do a little app hack. I mean, we're going to look at technology tools that we have available um, in order to point you in the right direction as you start thinking about um, scope of your projects and should you be utilizing something that's more technology based in order to assist you. Now, what we also recognize is many of you take time to attend these sessions because you're always looking for opportunities to grow, right? Closing knowledge and skill gaps, move forward professionally, whatever direction that you would like to go. And as VR mentioned with the current state of things and, and COVID and how that's had such an impact. We know that you attending these types of sessions uh, through this particular organization, you are participating in what I call this growth mindset. What's coming out of this? You recognize that there's opportunity even in the midst of some of these challenging times. We're gonna talk a little bit at the end about some things to consider. And uh, we'll also talk about a little bit more about how DeVry can assist you. But here's what I'm hoping, that when you leave today, you will understand the value of having a process, the value and importance of communicating throughout an entire project lifecycle. And I want you walking away with just a couple of new key takeaways that you can say, if I implement these after this session, I know it's gonna make a positive difference, a positive impact on either current or future projects that you're gonna either manage or navigate in your personal professional life. So from here, let's go ahead and move forward. Let's talk about essentially what is at the, proje- the heart of project management. And really the conversation starts with who. Who is at the heart is the individual. It's the project manager, the person, the individual who is essentially entrusted with the responsibility of ensuring that this project meets the business objectives on time. Now, I think I mentioned, that I'm hoping that many of you coming here recognize that we're all project managers in some way. And so this is actually where I wanted to get a little bit of input. I want to learn a little bit more about you all. If you could come over into the chat area, and I would love for you to share what are some examples of the types of projects that you have either worked on or led. So again, I'm going to pause for a moment, get some of you to hop over here into the Zoom webinar chat, I'd love for you to share with me, what are some examples of the types of projects that you have either worked on or led? What are your thoughts?
0: Here we go. Awesome,
1: yeah, this is a great one. Roll out of a new product line. I love that because that is absolutely a great example of a project wow, branding name change for a corporation. I'd say that that would be a huge project because it doesn't just start with like marketing, right? It's like marketing might be leading the charge, but who it impacts and who will be impacted by that change can vastly uh, I guess expand throughout the entire organization. Absolutely. These are great examples. Now, here's what I recognize. A couple of you jumped into the chat, but what I do recognize is that all of you have managed a project. I mean, think about it. Have you ever planned a vacation, that would be a project. Even what I would consider some routine, um, like daily or, or weekly tasks, like something simple that people say, well, I maintain the employee schedule, or you know, we're preparing for these IT updates, or if you work for an organization such as this, and you're like, well, I plan these weekly or monthly or even annual events, each of those can be viewed as a project. Thank you, Leslie, for jumping in, building clinics, hospitals, schools, and other countries. Absolutely. Organizing Zoom meetings here. (laughs) How many is that? A kazillion. I don't know if you guys can see that. It's organizing a kazillion Zoom meetings. (laughs) Absolutely. These are great examples. I appreciate you all sharing. Yeah. Awesome, trip to Cabo, you know, sign me up. I mean, at this point, I think we're all ready for a little vacation, I hope it went well. But here's the reality, that these are all great examples of projects. I appreciate you sh- jumping in and sharing these. And what I would like for you to do is just keep these in mind as we continue to proceed forward. Really think about these as we start to apply them to our our uh, process and um, some of the communication capabilities that we're gonna discuss. So here's where I'd like for us to turn. We're going to turn our conversation into talking or thinking about a project in the past that perhaps did not meet the expectation. I want you to think about this. Why might that project have not succeeded? Because reality is we try to plan well, but even in our, on our best days, we may have some missed opportunities. Now, again, you don't have to respond to this because nobody wants to admit it's a project failure, but it happens sometimes. Like, if you miss a deadline. I mean, a lot of that can be as a result of poor communication. We also think about folks saying, well, I had an unrealistic goal. So um, you said, perfect. I see Leslie, you jumped in leading uh, USAID to Nicaragua and emergency operations, reconstruction, rehabilitation with the hurricane. Absolutely, again, great examples of your either leadership, like you said, leading and others participating in these types of projects, but how do you get there? It's ensuring that you have all the deliverables. The goal is clear. It's communicated well. I mean, even in many cases you think, well, we kind of miss budget because we need to prepare on maybe some critical equipment um, that you felt was necessary. And well, I didn't plan for the costs. I share this because it's just the reality Sometimes our projects maybe don't meet the expectation. It's important that we pinpoint and understand where those missed opportunities may arise, but (laughs) the reality is that few of us are creating our plans and we're planning to fail. But what we do know is that when you fail to plan, that can often be the result. You'll notice on this particular slide that it's showing you that failed projects can take a heavy toll on our departments, our teams. It can have a heavy toll on the organization when we don't plan appropriately. Mm, Interesting. So again, had a comment says corruption in certain areas, building in rainy seasons, right? So again, just thinking about those little details, (laughs) so essential and very important to keep in mind. The question becomes for us to answer is, could more effective project management change this? And I hope that many of you I have some virtual head nods saying, absolutely, because the answer is yes. (laughs) There are many benefits of implementing a good project plan, such as, well, having more successful results, (laughs) because now you're pushing ourselves forward and knowing that we're going to have fewer failures. It can help you. improve the communication capabilities. I mean, think about what happens, right, when you have worked on a team with a group on a project, and it just felt like everyone was on the same page. How did that feel? A little bit different, right? You were probably thinking, wow, this is going a lot more smooth than some of these other projects that I've worked on. Dare I say that you were actually more encouraged and motivated to even work with these individuals on this particular project? I think it helps you on future projects. So it's building your own skills. And for many of you, I see, I mean, you talked a a bit about like leading some very large and important activity and projects. And I think that as you begin to become more confident, comfortable, leading, communicating, meeting the objectives, well, it really starts to showcase your, uh, your abilities. I mean, when you start to find that folks are volunteering. They want to be on your team. When you start being tapped to lead more of these larger projects in terms of scope and budget and size and the individuals of team members, it can have a tremendous impact. I think one on your ability to get um, additional projects under your belt, but I also think that you start to find that how you're viewed as a professional begins to again move you in a more positive direction I started off by talking about the individual right we recognize there is value in project management but we know that it really comes down to the people the person the individual the project manager and that's why I wanted to get some of you to jump back into this chat with me a little bit because remember you're all project managers in some way so what I would love for you to do And oh wow, it's like you guys already jumped in to answer my question, which is when you think about your own experience with managing projects, what have you found to be the key elements to ensure success? The question I want you to answer here, and again, just a few of you hop into the chat on this, which is what is the primary role of the project manager? So again, what do you think from your experience, what have you found to be the key elements to ensure success? What do you think is the primary role of the project manager. I see that we had a comment, ensures communications are clear and that is not only helpful, I would say that it's critical (laughs) in order to ensuring that the project continues to keep the legs that it needs to move forward. Anybody else? We had one comment, you were giving an example, you said being able to build um, a comprehensive healthcare, uh, what the health card where you can get health anytime during an AIDS epidemic. Who is I being able to identify who's gonna uh, derail you from being successful? Right. We had Mary keep the group on track. To so absolutely, yeah, that's a great one. Keep them focused, right? This is the this is the project that we're looking to complete. Let's make sure that we keep the focus in that area. Question: How do you build at just times during bad weather? Yeah. So again, I'll maybe we'll come back to this particular question. So the question I was just asking is just you providing your own experiences um, around managing projects. And again, most of what you have provided is all about communication. And that's great. So, again, I appreciate that because you're absolutely right. Um, So what I was going toward is making sure that when you start thinking about how do you. Oh, I love this multiple communication forms is also critical. Absolutely effectively communicate the goal, the line of direction. All right, so definitely moving us in the right direction on this question, because I wanted to give you guys this in a, you know, how do you like skill upskill in the areas of just project management terms? And so these three that I'm going to highlight really can encompass much of what you shared here in the chat. The primary role of a project manager is to bring clarity, focus, closure, to projects. You can see how much of what you have shared does fit into these categories, but let me expound upon these for just a moment. Clarity is so important because ambiguity is a project killer. Confusion is only going to slow things down, and so how do you know if you have a problem with clarity? Well, listen for comments like, well, I I thought, or oh, we did it this way last time, or hmm, I'm not sure. <laughs> these are the types of expressions you'll find when there is an individual, folks who just do not have a clear understanding of what's expected. Clarity must always be top of mind. The next is focus. And what can you do here? Well, develop a reputation for being greedy when it comes to maintaining focus. Because remember, you are entrusted with the responsibility of completing this project, not someone else's. So stay focused. Now, closure is essential. One of the first questions that you need need to ask when a project starts is, what needs to be done to close this project out? So that all along the way, you're making decisions during each project phase with this question in mind, which is, what needs to be done in order to close this project out. Now, based on some of the responses, I can tell many of you have some great project experience. And so you know that when we talk about project management and processes, you can't just line things up as orderly as one, two, three. That would be fantastic. But as we know, project management is a bit more complicated. It requires great attention to detail. And so that's why when I come back to talking about clarity, focus, closure. Look to keep these terms at the top of the project management terms that you're utilizing and you'll find that it's going to continue to lead you in a positive direction. Here's where we're going to go next. I want to transition us a bit. Um, I want us to move forward into sharing this uh, five-step process for project management that we call SCORE. Now, we call it SCORE because it is an easy-to-remember acronym. SCORE stands for Start, Coordinate, Operate, Record, and or Report, and End. And if you didn't catch that, that's okay, because I'm going to go into depth in each of these. So certainly you'll have your takeaways. But the process is meant to help you to consistently achieve project success, no matter what the scope of your project to be. And there are several activities that fall under the umbrella of each of the SCORE processes. And just keep this in mind, that in all steps, communication is key. So what we're going to do together. um, Okay, we're doing okay on time here is we're going to apply this SCORE acronym to our project. Now we're going to just call ourselves a small team and uh, our small team, we are going to participate in this project of developing a website. Now some of you are thinking, wait, I've never really done that before. And maybe some of you have, but what I can tell you is don't be intimidated by our project. The only requirement for participating on this project is that you have at least visited a website before. Okay, so I'm hoping everyone here feels qualified to participate on this because remember the point is to help us to illustrate how a project can be impacted and approved upon using the approach. The first thing that we're going to do is we're going to narrow our focus. We're going to, instead of our small team say, you know, instead of us having to launch and develop develop and launch this brand new website. We're going to focus in on just creating one or two pages that represents our area or department and that will be included in a larger site launch. So from here, let's go into the first step of the start phase. And that is to start with the big picture. Here you need to ask questions. We don't want to make assumptions. We need to be able to start with that key question. What is required to close this project out? we need to communicate, we need to talk to the stakeholders, we need to talk to clients, you need to talk to the team members, anyone who's going to be impacted by this particular project, we need to bring in those voices. Because that's what's going to help us to narrow down and really focus in on our project requirements. That is essentially what will give us the roadmap on how we are to proceed. Now what I do recognize is that there's a few different ways to get this information, these techniques to gather the critical information that's going to essentially help you to move this project forward in a positive So I'll go ahead and have you take a look at some of the examples that we've shared here and, you know, just think about what are some that you have utilized. I know, again, brainstorming is one that most of us are familiar with because you can do that either in an in person means right as a group. Um, You can do that live together. You can also do this through surveys. So again, brainstorming spontaneous uh, contribution of ideas from a number of different folks. I love this point about mind mapping. Um, I have a colleague of mine. One of her like entire walls in her office is a whiteboard. So you go in there and I mean, for a person like me, I get overwhelmed because there are just these diagrams and there's lines and links and branches and like (laughs) tree trunk looking uh, ideas. But again, for visual learner. So for someone who says, look, I like a lot of information. I need to lay it out in a visual way for me to now figure out what is the most ideal process to get us from here, where we are now to the end successfully. Well, it's all about how it's going to fit for you. I remember that one of the responses that came into our chat was the Lola, you said that, you know, you're a part of rolling out a new, a new line of products. And, you know, what's interesting is when you have rollouts of like new product or again new lines what you may find is that well it may be challenging to figure out what is the right plan I should execute how do I set myself up in this team up for success and so you might think about doing interviews right or focus groups inter- informational interviews with subject matter experts folks who can help you um, craft the right plan focus groups um, so that you can get research data back from diverse groups of folks, you can be in a guided or even open discussion forum. There's no one way to gather the right bit of information. What's important is that you're taking the time to figure out, well, which process, which of these techniques is going to be most effective or most appropriate for me and my team, right? Maybe again, as a participant or a leader, so we can get the critical information that we need. That's going to help us move forward in the process of documenting, agreeing on, and then prioritizing our project requirements. Now, that overall process should be ongoing throughout your project but important as we lead ourselves into this final element of the start phase. And that's the development of scope. Now, this term scope is essentially your baseline for performance measurement. And as you start to uh, conclude the questions, the information gathering, the questions that we're gonna talk about here on this slide should help you to better define what is the scope of your project. So the first question, how much can be achieved in the current project? Well, here you'll need to be realistic about aligning stakeholder wants and needs with the tasks associated with driving this project to completion. Now recall, we are being asked to create and launch a new website. So what can our small team realistically do? Well, we can create uh, just one or two pages that represent our department or area that is included in that overall launch. The next question is, when must this project be completed? And essentially you're asking, is the deadline for completion, is it realistic based on all the tasks associated with driving the project forward to completion? Now, I think in this case, we give ourselves a deadline of like 12 weeks for launch. This should be enough time for us, a reasonable amount of time for us to create our page content and time for the launch. Now, finally, the question that we have is when and for how long will the resources be available? Well, let's talk about resources for a moment, because when we talk about resources, that could include people, that could include um, facilities, equipment. Just for example, what you may find is that there are times where there are people who are working on your project. This is not the only project that they're working on. So you have to be realistic as the project team lead when you're scheduling meetings, when you're creating milestones and checkpoints, the way that you are essentially organizing the resources in a a way that's going to lead you forward to successful completion. And keep in mind, I mean, I may begin to sound like a broken record, I'll like apologize in advance, is that if communication, effective communication throughout all of these key elements of the start phase becomes so key. So let's take a moment and pause. I'm going to do this just again after each of our sections, because especially in the first few phases, you start to find like, this is pretty heavy. Like we're going into a lot of content, but I'm hopeful that what you're finding is it is important that we spend the time in the start phase, connecting, communicating with everyone who can figuring out what is the critical information that we need. That's going to help us to develop the scope can be labor intensive, but it's very important as we move into the next phase. Are there any questions that you all have just at this point? Please feel free to drop those into the chat now. Um, if there's any other questions that you all may have, you may wanna, again, uh, add those to the chat. If you guys think there's anything we should add to this particular stage, you can let me know that as well. Otherwise, I'm gonna keep us moving forward just in the interest of time. Um, remember that in the start phase, it's about asking questions. And the key question is, what is required to close this project out? That's where it begins. All right. I don't see any questions in the chat. So let's go ahead and keep moving forward. Now we're going to move into the next step in the, uh, Leslie, tools for deadlines. You know what? Yes. And I'm going to talk about that right now. So take give me a moment because uh, after I get to the end of this particular slide, I'm I'll be curious to see if you, again, if we answer that question for you because this is um, actually a part of the creating and implementing of your plan. So now we're moving into the second phase of our start um, process and that's the coordinate phase. Now I'm wondering if you are familiar with that saying that the devil is in the details (laughs) because if so this is where it comes into play. Detailed project planning is so vital in order to create an accurate effort and the next step toward project success. Now here it's important to be thorough. Absolutely. Yeah. So here it's important to be thorough. And so to know that the better prepared you are, the more likely your project is going to complete com- proceed forward. So let's dive here into some of the essential plan elements, the starting with what are the objectives? And so here we just need to define what's the goal and ultimately what does success actually look like? And I think in this case we can ask, well, what do we see as our goal? Well, our goal is to build a successful web page that they will actually include in the site launch. Now let's talk about the blueprint. Now the blueprint, this provides the details of all of the tasks that you need in order to achieve your project goals. So from beginning to end, you need to define what tasks will need to take place. So this in our case, this may include designing the website layout, um, building it online, it's creating the content, choosing compelling colors and visuals the budget. Now, I think many of you recognize that a a successful project is going to come in at or under budget. So this means that you need to have a solid understanding of what the project costs are. There may be times where you need a subject matter expert. So what's the cost of that person's work? You may have to contract them. You may be, be thinking, well, there's costs associated with procurement of other materials. In our case, we may say, you know, what, we would like some Stock images or visuals just to make our page more engaging, more appealing. And if that's the case, well, then how much is it going to cost for us to procure those images or clips? The key players, it's important to define who's going to perform various tasks such as, in our case, we may just, again, streamline this, IT, an IT team is going to lead on the navigation design and build. We may have more of a marketing function that's going to focus us in on, you know, the new branding. I think someone mentioned new branding, logos, um, color scheme, just to make sure there's, you know, synergy across all the pages that are included in this launch. So that gives our team the freedom and flexibility to really focus in on the content of our webpage. Now to your question about tools for deadlines and um, realistic timeframes, you know, scheduling a project goes beyond just assigning deadlines. And so that's why I wanted to give you just three ways to break this down and consider these three timeline elements. One is milestones. And then you have activities. And then you have duration. Okay, so again, for the question, are there tools for or uh, really realistic deadlines and timeframes. So milestones, activities, duration. So a milestone will mark the beginning or the end of any activity. The activity is a specific work that you're completing over the course of the project. So this could include things like research or completing paperwork, some sort of training, just for example. And then finally, duration. This is the total number of hours needed in order to complete any particular activity. Now I went back to sharing that there was a comment in the chat and you said that you're rolling out a new line of product, a new product line. So that's a great example of, well, it's maybe difficult to successfully estimate the duration of time needed for each activity if you've never done this before. So that's why we go back. How, what were those techniques, the requirement processes to gather information? interview subject matter experts gather historical working papers on projects that were similar just to give you something to work with to figure out how you could better make a plan. So those are three tools. I'm going to take this a step further since you were asking again about um, these tools and it really just comes down to this three-step system. One, you're creating your to-do list. In order to ensure project success, you need to write down what are all of the actions that need to take place In the near to midterm in order to reach your goal after you have these completed right you have your to-do list then we begin to organize it you will sort it by due date or task priority that may change but when i think about the to-do list for us we'll need to include you know what do we want on our webpage color scheme new branding logo compelling visuals how much text what's the key messaging when are we going to beta test it, <laughs> the functionality, right? Do the site links work properly? Here goes our communication touch point here, your weekly review. This allows you to review all of the actions that you need to take and identify, well, what's the most important? So in our case, we may say we need to prioritize nailing down what is our key messaging. It may need some sort of legal or compliance review in order for it to be um, included on our actual web page and the site at large. My point is that the weekly review allows you to have a touch point with all of the folks who are working on that project. It will help you to stay organized. It'll help you to keep the focus, right? Because remember, you're in charge. You're greedy about maintaining focus on the plan. This helps you to know if you're moving on the right track. And then finally, the time blocking. Once you identify, your must do, block the time for yourself, create an like an actual calendar event so that you are scheduling the time with yourself in order to complete this particular item. All right, so again, let me just take a quick pause. First, did I answer your question where we, where we talked about some of the uh, things to consider around timeline and deadlines? Because it certainly goes beyond just deadlines when you're creating a detailed plan. You know what's really interesting about um, projects is that if you talk to project managers in the field, they say they have a saying where it's like you make your plan so that you can work your plan. Oh, perfect! I'm thank you so much. I'm glad that that was helpful because we just spend a lot of time in the start and coordinate phase, and I understand that. But you'll now know why that is, and it's because by the time we get to The operate phase, you finally get to begin the actual project work according to plan. And here, keep in mind, the most important responsibility is to communicate with the various teams and your stakeholders. When we talk about the level of detail and depth that we go in in the start and coordinate phase, well, it should make this stage easier to execute. So let's talk about what happens in the operate stage. This is where you need to ensure that all team members are clear on their roles and understand the deadlines. You need to make sure that you are monitoring, controlling the process and potentially the budget if you're in, again, a lead project manager role. Here goes our communication touch point. You need to hold your weekly team meeting. It helps you to monitor your work that's being done for the quality that you know is needed, the results that you are anticipating, the criteria, procedures that you know need to be followed. And by doing so, you will know if your project is going according to plan. And this all sounds great, but I'm wondering, can anyone here think of the last time that you made a plan and everything went perfectly according to what you laid out? All right, I'm just hoping I got a few folks chuckling at this point because probably not, right? Never, I see no, (laughs) absolutely. Many nevers, yeah, absolutely. And, And so this is why it is important to also consider how you might address the hiccups in your project, because as you know, every project does involve some layer of risk. So this operate stage is also where you have to manage project challenges, the type of issues that could essentially alter the outcome of your project. So let me ask you all this. So again, I'm gonna open up the chat, get a couple of you to jump in on this question what do you think are some examples of the types of challenges we could experience in creating our website page? So again, just what comes to mind when you start thinking about projects, what is an example of a potential challenge that we could experience in creating our website page? What do you guys think? Yeah, and you know you said bandwidth, and that could be bandwidth on the side of technology, which we know whenever using technology that increases the risks. Um, then bandwidth of the individuals, right? Because that could also come into play. Development of good content. Yeah, where you're thinking we're having internal challenges of the in the team where we can't really decide. Well, what's the right key? What's the key message? <laughs> what is the now? What are the details that need to be shared? <laughs> good old office politics certainly will come into, cannot come into play. Another reason why the project team should be holding the weekly team meetings, staying on track and at least together. Um, Let's see, having good graphics that support the message. Absolutely, remember we talked about this, being engaging. Um, How good is the electricity and internet in the country? Things to be considered and maybe even the modalities. Is it, are people gonna be viewing it on a laptop, on a tablet, on a smaller, smartphone screen. I mean, knowing the mode that they're going to be viewing your page. I want to bring up another one, um, example of what we call scope creep. Um, Remember, at the start phase, we said our scope is the baseline for performance measurement, right? And when we talk about scope creep, this is essentially when somewhere in between, let's just say that like, week seven we're in week seven and one of the key stakeholders comes to you and says hey you know i was thinking last night it would be really great if we could add like these two or three other elements (laughs) to our website wouldn't that be awesome and you start thinking well seven weeks ago we documented agreed upon these 10 elements as our scope And so now if you're telling me that I have five weeks to now include two or three more elements, the question is, how does that change the plan? Does that change the budget? Do we need to do we need more people like resources? Do we need more tools for this? (laughs) These are great examples of the types of challenges that we could experience. And so uh, burnouts could. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Developing a good flow of information. I love that you're talking about this, the part about the developing good flow of information. A lot of this comes back to communication, right? The teamwork. When I mentioned that the feedback as we talk about here is so important, keeping open communication lines can really help to keep some of these conflicts at a minimum and ultimately help us to ensure that we're moving forward on a successful project. So again, any questions, I'm just gonna let you guys, if you wanna drop, drop them into the chat right now, that's great. Otherwise, I'm gonna keep us moving forward just in the interest of time. We're gonna move into our fourth phase of the SCORE process, that is to report. This could also mean record. It just depends on your role in the project. Yep, really quick, SCORE. SCORE stands for start, coordinate, operate, and now we're at the, third, the fourth phase. It could be report. This could also be record, okay? So that just depends on your role in the project. But essentially here you are tracking your project's performance. Report the issues, answer questions, confirm the project is moving forward uh, on track towards your desired results. Now here, what do we, need to do? Well, you need to essentially gather all the information, the data on the results that you've had thus far, successes you've experienced, expenses you've incurred. It's so important that you are connecting to and getting input from all the members of the team at this part, at this phase of the project. Next, you need to maintain communication with team members at each of the milestones. Um, Report and track the issues, corrections, or even changes that were made to the plan or the budget at every step along the way. And then finally, be aware of communicate when there's any departure from your plan, as well as what was the corrective measure that was put in place. This accurate kind of documentation, um, tracking and measuring, this is good because now at the end of your project, when you're doing your post-mortem, you will Uh, hopefully have an accurate record of your working papers and you can leverage them in the future hopefully to positive benefit on a similar type of project so essentially you are just thinking about at all phases um, that you along the way where did you report to plan b so when we had uh, let's see i'm going to go back to our chat when we had uh (laughs) An issue trying to decide on their development of good content. Well, what did we say we were going to do in order to find consensus? Um, when we found that, well, we had some technology challenges with servers or figuring out if there's the right modalities that were going to fit for our end user, well, what was our plan B or plan C for that? Did we plan for the scope creep that came in at week seven? And if so, well, what was our plan in order? to keep us moving forward in a positive way. That is where I, why the record and report stage is so essential. Now, the final phase is the end. So you were asking, what does score mean? So remember, start phase is we're exploring the big picture, asking a lot of questions. What is the key question? What is required to close this project out? The coordinate phase, this is all about uh, creating our plan, the operate stage for executing on the plan the record and report stages where we are tracking and measuring our progress according to plan. So now what happens? We get to the end of a project and you're thinking, yes, fantastic, we're done, it's over. (laughs) And then you see my slide and you're thinking, well, what does this mean? Well, what we're saying is that getting to the end of a project is more than just submitting a deliverable. Hey, we've completed what you asked. You recognize that there essentially are different classifications for actually ending a project. And I'll just talk through these with you quickly to give you some context. Thinking about a premature close, a great example of this would be, let's say that in week 10 of week 12, most of the, we'll say seven of the 10 elements that we had documented, agreed upon, prioritized for this project were complete. So the key stakeholders say, hey, you know what, let's release it without some of the additional features that were originally required. And so that would be an example of project scope elimination. It's a premature end to a project. An endless project, this is the type of project where it feels as though it never has an ending. It just keeps going on and on. (laughs) I think that many folks say um, that uh, software software development is typically a good example of an endless project. A failed project. Now, let's use our example as a failed project. Now, someone you had mentioned in the chat about how, what if we just, well, we're not able to develop good content. Well, if that's the case, then you may find that they decide we're gonna release this website and yet they're not going to include our webpage as a part of it. Finally, a complete project. Now, a, complete project and we can we can use our project as an example. If we are able to complete our project in a timely way, it is on time, at or under budget, or perhaps in some cases it has the cost savings that were associated with it, then this tells us that they accepted it. We get to submit the deliverable. It is approved. It is launched with the website and we're good. Now, one more point to make about the end of projects is that Um, project acceptance becomes an important part of the overall implementation and success because you have to make sure that the deliverables meet the intended outcomes the the value Um, it provides or delivers on the promises (laughs) that we had originally identified in the beginning of our project All right, so I know I'm looking at time here, and we're doing okay, but I wanted to first congratulate you because we've gone through quite a bit over the past 45 minutes or so. So thank you for hanging with me on this. This is definitely one of our more content heavy or what I would say enriched workshops. And much of this comes from just the fact that we wanna provide you with the tool that you feel like um, will essentially help you be be most effective. Now, I wanna give this to you just in a high level capacity because again, you were asking what does SCORE stand for? So we talked about that. Start, coordinate, operate, record and report and end. But if we take another look at how you can effectively implement this, keep it in mind that the start phase, start with the big picture. Ask that key question, what is required to close this project out? You're essentially trying to figure out how are you going to learn what it's going to take to effectively close this project down. That's what we're doing in the start phase. Coordinate phase, it's all about creating and implementing a detailed project plan. The operate stage, the executing according to plan. Your report phase, this is where you record or report, this is about tracking, and measuring your progress according to your plan. And finally, your end, determine how you will end your project. How do you end your project? Submit the deliverable, gain the approval. Some of you will then say, well, we do a postmortem, which is great, right? Do an audit, um, figure out what are your lessons learned? What went right, what went wrong? What would you do differently the next time? All right, I got a couple more minutes here with you. I wanted to make sure that I had an opportunity to, to touch base on some technology tools. So Let's talk about this um, just quickly. I would first like to know from you all, are you familiar with, or have you been y- leveraging any type of technology, tools, software, in order to help you create a better collaborative experience and keep your project on track? I have some that I'll share, but I just wanted to first see, did you guys have any examples? Um, of what you're utilizing. Oh, okay, Slack, yeah, I've been hearing more and more about the use of Slack. I've heard of like Trello, that was another one. Yeah, I see Trello on there, thank you. You mentioned that as well. Great, yeah, no, this is good. Oh my goodness, you've done 60 projects without any plans or anything here. <laughs> well, you know what, I'm glad that you said that because I'm sure that of these 60 projects that you've done, what all most would you say were guided to success to successful completion it's just showing us that you don't necessarily have to have technology tools in order to help you what i want you to recognize is that if you're going to use something beyond like email communication um some tools like uh, Google Drive can be all overseas and all very successful. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Absolutely. And you know, this is the whole point. When I talk about some of these tools, like using a Google Drive, which allows you to connect folks who have, who you can connect with their, uh, email addresses back to this particular resource you can keep people up to date you can all make changes to various documents or to the actual plan let when they've reached a milestone they can go in and show yes i've hit the deadline or the milestone on time um, or on the budget Uh, for those that you maybe use microsoft products they have an entire suite Um, i have been sharing with folks that if you use microsoft planner it's maybe less intensive than microsoft project Yeah, a shared, like, yeah, a shared Google Doc, you can absolutely do that. And you can utilize it in numerous ways, whether it's like for a document library, which also Microsoft has one, um, SharePoint. Um, So I'm sharing this because again, I don't want to endorse any particular company or app. What I can tell you is it's great if you can figure out what are the options that are out there and then what makes financial sense for you. Now, if you are working right now with a particular organization, I would say talk to some folks internally Uh, talk to some folks internally about what tools you may already have available to you because just kind of buying these retail can sometimes get a bit pricey, may not. And here's the other great point I wanted to make because I think we had Leslie who said, you know, you're all about and your care about delivering great projects, which is fantastic. You may find that you don't need the technology tool in order to help you to be successful. And that's okay. But I do want to share that if you find that utilizing a tool can help you to create a better collaborative experience, one that'll help your project move forward positively, it's in the coordinate phase. So the C, second phase, coordinate stage is where you're going to want to essentially do your research to figure out what's the technology tools available to you, what will ultimately help you build out a more accurate plan. Now, I do see our time starting to wind down on us. We got just about eight or nine minutes. And I know Veronica had a couple of things that she wanted to share with you. So I promise I will wrap this up quickly. But I want to just give us a quick moment just to think about where we started off our discussion, right? We talked about, um, you know, the fact that all of you are project managers in some way. You just have to kind of Pinpoint, where is your inner PM and allow that to come out and know that you can continue to be more effective and efficient by just putting down a process in order to help you. Absolutely. So here's what I'd like you to do. Take a quick moment. just jot down what are the one or two key takeaways from our session today? Like, what are the one or two things that maybe we gave you a refresher? Again, some of you have a lot of great experience with projects under your belt, but what are some of the things that maybe we talked about today around communication or the process or even some of the tools that you feel like if you implement these after the session, you'll do this confidently, comfortably, and know it'll make a positive difference? And know your ability to execute on plans for projects. You would say the value of project management lays in the organization of information, the flow of the communication. I love that. Clear timeline, continually referenced by the entire team for evaluation. I like that implementation of the corrective actions. Know the tools available. Absolutely. These are great. You know, and again, I appreciate you all sharing this. Now, again, I I will just say this. uh, I'm going to be able to stick around for some extra minutes after our session today. Let's go ahead and um, let you all know if you have questions, go ahead and jump into the chat area. Would love to get those questions. I'll start to answer those for you as well. Um, But Veronica, definitely wanted to give you the floor. Um, If you want to just jump on in.
2: All righty. I'll let you control the screen since you already have everything up. Sounds good. I got you. All right. You know what? I was looking in the chat uh, and I was looking at Leslie's question. So Leslie, you're you're right on task with everything. And I'm going to answer that question for you. Her question was DeVry. Does DeVry have a project management certificate or training? So first of all, I want everybody to just kind of take a deep breath and, and thank Deja for that was a lot of information, but a lot of valuable information. I was actually over here taking notes, so <laughs> I'm hoping you guys were doing the same. It was really valuable. Again, my name is Veronica. I'm a business development manager with DeVry University. Now, uh, most of you who are in the room are currently looking at developing your skill set through education and I wanna talk about two things with you really quickly. I'm looking in the interest of time. I promise I won't keep you too long. So the first thing I wanna talk to you about is need to consider, when will you go? When will you go to school? Right now in this climate of COVID-19, I would say everyone will be going online, (laughs) which is kind of easy to answer and it it may be the most convenient right now anyway. I'm finding now that we're working from home, that we're getting a lot of things done. But if, if COVID was not in play, when would you go? How would you make time in your life to go to school and to pursue your goals through education? So those are questions that I would like for you to ask yourself, is it evenings, weekends, online? Well, here at DeVry University, we do offer those flexible programs that are able to help you. Now, um, The next thing I wanna you to consider is the area of study that you would go in. Deja already put that up for me, that is perfect. So Leslie, to answer your question, the first one pops up that's specifically for you. (laughs) So business and management, the project management falls under that program. Now we offer three levels, we offer associates, bachelors and masters, and yes, we do offer certificate programs. So what I'm gonna do over here is put some information in the chat for you that, will, if you're interested, it will give you a link to click on and get that information. But uh, our focus today is on project management and on, I know on the next slide, uh, Deja has project management uh, set up for you with a, it's a bachelor's and master's of degree programs with a project management concentration. So it is a very popular uh, degree program and I think it's one of our best. I mean, of course I'm biased, but I, I think it's one of our best. And you don't have to make any decisions today. You don't have to make any decisions alone. The great thing about it, we have a great team that will help you and guide you along the way. All you have to do is uh, take the time to fill out the short survey and they can help you within 24 hours and guide you. Uh, I just wanna thank you. And again, thank Deja for the time. I don't wanna take up too much time. I'm looking, we have four minutes left and there were a couple of questions that they were asking Deja, so I want to give them the opportunity to get those questions answered. I also, before uh, I forget, thank you, VR, for allowing us to come on and present this content to your audience. Thank you again. This was really, really great information, and Deja, again, thank you. So the information is on the screen here, and it's also over in the chat, and I will put that up again. So Deja, if you want to start getting those questions answered, that would be great.
1: Okay, perfect. Uh, I think I need to go back. Can you maybe help me out? I might have missed a question. Yes. Let's oh, see. I saw. Okay, I see it. one. Is there a tool for cost or cost estimates? Um, you know, I think there are some tools. I think the best way to break this down because, uh, you know, when you get into more detailed coursework or if you're trying to actually get uh i don't know certified in a project management field you may find that there are some specific tools i think that the best way i can uh kind of break this down for you just in a simplistic way because that's what my sessions are all about is one you can just look at as a three-step process one create a rough estimate it's just rough high level estimate, do some research, include, you know, what do you think of the cost for people's work, equipment, the resources, right, that we were talking about. Um, When I was looking at the example that Lola had, like you had a a brand new project um, that you were working on, well, similar, you may wanna go and look at what are the cost histories for similar projects. Uh, Talk to subject matter experts, get some uh, informational interviews under your belt, and that'll help you to get just first a rough estimate. Now. Then you go into more detailed budget details. Now this means that you really need to start to, uh, dev- to better define what is the project that you're working on. So we talked about the importance in the coordinate phase of really being able to get into the details, right? The devil is in the details. When you are able to do so, this will help you to find you know, overhead costs, indirect costs that may be associated with your project. And so you, as you are creating, your your planning you'll know well what is the cost for each of those milestones or for the cost of that in-person's work or for again who's in charge of procuring certain materials then you can move into the baseline budget so at that point this is where you actually have to have the project schedule and the resource plan in place now again what i'm talking about are some additional planning elements that we didn't go into in our session remember i only had an hour <laughs> to talk to you guys about this and certainly as Veronica mentioned we have a number of resources here that can help you but essentially you want to figure out how can you start with the rough estimate that can be a part of you know your planning your your uh, gathering of information in the start phase going then into the next phase which is creating your more detailed or defining out um your actual budget and then the baseline budget which is essentially what you think that you'll be able to either spend have or what you need to save in the context of your actual project so again i hope that that helps just from a a high level wanted to make sure that we kept that in a place that made sense yeah. No, of course. Oh, wow. You were too kind. Thank you so much. I definitely appreciate your time. I'm again, I know we're coming up against time, but if you guys have questions, I'm happy to stick around. Did can VR or Veronica, can you guys let me know if I miss any other questions
0: you, in the chat? No, I think you I think you picked up all of the questions, Deja. Um, let me just say again, thank you so much to our friends at Debride, to Deja for an amazing presentation, to Veronica for making the connection. Um, I wanna thank all of you that jumped on today for our presentation and just remind you that next Thursday, we will have Michelle. She is the Chair of the Government Contracting Group for McDonald and Hopkins. And she's gonna be bringing us highlights on the final SBA rule for women-owned small pet July 15th. So if you are doing federal government contracting, or you are interested in pursuing federal government contract and you self certify with the SBA that is changing. So you want to make sure that you get on board and you understand what you need to do to get connected and get on track. We also want to make sure that you mark your calendar next week, Monday. We'll come back with our Monday morning uh, message. And we'll be looking at inclusive economies and if you don't know what that is that is amazing information both on a local and global um level and we have the co-founders or our of our inclusive economy because we work we're on the leadership council it includes a plethora of amazing corporations nonprofits, and municipalities that are all working to get us on board and if you have not heard or you have not worked with inclusive economy this is your opportunity to get to the table Find out what's happening and see how you can get your organization involved. Again, thank you all for sharing with us. If you have any more questions, I am also more than happy to let the ladies stay on a few minutes more. And if not, we've had an amazing evening, Daisy. This has been phenomenal. This is on Facebook Live. Thank you to all of you that joined us on Facebook Live. And we get so many people that go back and view these sessions afterwards. So this is just great information that's gonna be out there, that's gonna be reviewed and helpful to so many people that are juggling projects and need to be able to use that value of project management. So ladies, have a great evening. And thank Thank you you. again to our friends at DeBri.
2: Thank you. Bye. Bye.